Welcome to Season 2 of the Battleford's Untapped Podcast, an original podcast showcasing some of the unique characters and community builders who call the Battleford's area home. We're a proud member of the Saskatchewan Podcast Network. My name is Matt Jakes, and for those of you who followed our first season, you might have noticed that I'm not Eric Anderson. Eric was our intrepid Season 1 host who guided us through the first 10 episodes. He unfortunately had to pull back from hosting duties when a few of his other projects really started picking up steam just a little bit down the road over in Saskatoon. But make no mistake, Eric brought this show to where it is today, and he really helped me learn the ropes as a first-time podcaster. And I must say that as someone new to town, the stories that he shared over that first season really inspired me to connect and discover more of the untold or, hmm, what's the word? Yeah, let's go with untapped stories at the heart of this vibrant community. So thank you so much, Eric. I'm really honored to have this opportunity with the podcast and so excited to introduce you to our first guest for season two. It's Kelly Waters. Kelly is a teacher, music lover, and cook who had just built a dream business here in the Battlefords before our global pandemic hit. It might have been a recipe for disaster with schools closed, businesses shut down, but not for Kelly. You'll see as our conversation goes that she really has an indomitable spirit and she somehow found a way to expand support for the community here during this unprecedented challenge that we're all facing. I met with Kelly over a physically distant Zoom chat, that wonderful app that so many of us are becoming more familiar with now. Uh, so yeah, why don't we just dive in and take a listen? Or Oh, maybe you can see me now. That's my messy hair. Oh my goodness. Yeah, we've all got our uh, quarantine uh, haircuts and uh, lack thereof. So yeah, thank you so much for being up for this. I really appreciate it. But uh, yeah, just for listeners or people who might be uh, tuning in to check this out, could you maybe tell us a little bit about yourself, Kelly? How long have you been in the Battlefords? Oh, I've been in the Battlefords probably 12 or 13 years. I'm a school teacher, so I came here for a teaching job. I'm very involved in arts in general. And I was on the music festival committee for quite a while. I've been very active with students with social justice uh, campaigns and projects. I first started at St. Vital. Now I'm over at the comp. I was doing some drama. Now I'm a grade seven uh, homeroom teacher. There's lots of drama in there. Um, so things are a little crazy right now. Trying to do some online learning opportunities sounds like with today's announcement that there won't be school opening anytime soon. I love to cook. I hosted house concert events in my house for several years oh, yeah. called, called GOG events um, because the house used to be a synagogue and I had people tell me that when they were kids and it was a synagogue and they'd go around riding in their bicycles to this kind of a confectionery that was kitty corner synagogue and they called it the gog as a nickname so i kind of like that so it's like i'm stealing that idea so i i started calling them gog events and then opened uh, a little venue recently just before all this happened um and it's called shenanigans so it's sort of taking gog to the next level because there's a liquor license and a commercial kitchen and an actual stage with sound equipment and um so that's a whole new thing that's kind of on hold but we're hanging in there wow wow so have you always had that kind of uh you know that have you had those genes or that itch i guess to kind of uh you know start a business or a uh, community focal point like that or 
didn't originally, when I started the house concerts, it was just kind of something I loved to do that I loved kind of bringing food, music and senses and anything artsy all together. And that just made me happy. And people, and I love to cook. Um, I love to experiment, creative. And people would say, oh, you should open a restaurant. And I'm like, no way. That is too much work. I'm not doing that. And then a friend of mine and I, for a few years, had this idea of a small venue. She has always been around music. She likes creative bartending and drinks. So we've been looking at it for four or five years. I've had things in my garage for probably at least four years. We'd come across something. We saw it fit our ideas really well, but no location ever seemed to work out. We'd get really interested in one location and there'd just be, it just wasn't going to work out. It was too much money. Uh, we didn't want to rent. We wanted to own. Um, just, it never happened. So then a few years ago, a food truck came along, so I bought this food truck, and so I started having a food truck. This would be my food truck, but I, in these circumstances, I, I don't know that I'll even open it this season. It might just have to wait a season. Um, so I started doing the food truck. Um, still would talk off and on about this venue idea, and then all of a sudden, this property came up, and it just it happened really fast. It was the right spot. So we've got it. It's the right spot. I still know it's the right spot. We're just the perform live performance part and having a crowd together is on hold. Oh, my goodness. Wow. So you definitely have uh, a few different uh, irons in the fire, I guess you could say. A teacher, <laughs> music lover, and uh, cook too, chef. <laughs> yeah, I always do. I've been like that my whole life. I've always got multiple projects going on. I like to be inspired. I like to do things that matter to me that I find interesting and then I'm kind of go 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 oh that's awesome and have you found the you know I guess notwithstanding the current pause how have you found the community response to your uh, your initiatives and your ideas when you're putting them out there people are really excited about the idea of the small venue it's a place <clears throat> excuse me then there's a platform for local artists musicians uh, one of the things we've done that we're hoping to get some more kind of momentum going for is we decided, well, if people can't perform live on stage, well, let's have a local talent contest. Hmm. And we've got this, this thing online called Battleford's Area. No, Battleford, Battleford's Got Talent Online. So we're trying to encourage people to... Uh, <clears throat> encourage people to make uh entries uh we're offering a thousand dollars we're like come on people like wow. that's pretty yeah so i'm trying to get the word out there trying to get people to post videos um it could be people from saskatoon or prince albert too because we said i think we said a 200 kilometer radius or something or um it's all it's all online i can't remember now so we've got that going to try and keep interest in live music going uh well we can't use the kitchen well the, we can't have live uh, the kitchen can still be used so i like to help out wherever i can so i started using the kitchen i got donations from people mm -hmm. uh, mostly uh, donations of ingredients some people it's been a little bit of money or if they come feel comfortable coming in with social distancing and everything then a little bit of their time and making uh frozen meals and treats to take over to the boys and girls club or lighthouse or 
whoever calls uh, through somebody or contacts on social media saying that there's some meals needed, then if I can, then I help accommodate that. So that's been kind of a fun and meaningful project. And still trying to do some shenanigans things. We've now got Saskatchewan products for sale, um, vinegars, barbecue sauces, hot sauces, just doing whatever we can to hang in there and survive. So I have a Google Classroom and talk to kids online and post some ideas of things they could do from home online. Wow, that's really cool. So it sounds like you're, you know, you're finding ways to adapt to this for sure. I mean, if you're to think about, you know, what's going to be impacted by this situation, it's like, yeah, classroom, venues, food, all that stuff. But uh, you're kind of rolling with the punches, I guess, or? Yeah, definitely about adapting, creative problem solving, trying things. And just for fun, uh, we have this, uh, I don't know what you'd call it. She's about three three or four feet tall she's like this doll that is holding a tray like you'd see in uh sometimes like if you walked into the co-op and there's this little chef holding a tray or so she's kind of like that and we kind of ask people online well what should we call her so we've started started calling her sheena since we're shenanigans (laughs) and for fun for a while I have, was using uh, some kind of a Photoshop app and I had her traveling all over the world like the traveling gnome. But uh, I've so that she can show off the products for selling. Wow, that's that's very cool. So it sounds like, yeah, your venue is more than just about music. It's more than just about food, but you're uh, supporting other local businesses and startups too, I guess, or supporting their enterprise. However we can. I mean, everybody has to work together. Even without this, it's a small community. Everybody has to work together. If we're all going to be successful, it's just it's better than being overly competitive. We're still competitors. We can be friendly, supportive competitors. Um, And then, again, in a time of crisis, if I can use the kitchen to help uh, food insecure people in the community, like, why not? Mm. Yeah, definitely. And I'm sure so many people are already having a hard time making ends meet. And then with all this confusion and chaos and uncertainty around that's just so great to hear that you've been able to kind of you know step up and fill a fill a gap or fill a need there well if i can i can that's what i tell my students to do so i better do what i preach if there's a way to help then get out there and help wow so you're relying that uh, that kitchen enterprise then you're relying on donated food how is that going or how are you reaching out and how are people responding to that Oh, pretty good. If I put it out there, it's like, gee, I could use some pasta sauce. And somebody usually shows up with some containers is an ongoing thing. Uh, Empty containers, like any, because I tell people sour cream containers, yogurt containers, I can throw them in the commercial dishwasher and sanitize them. So any kind of container that I can sanitize is fine. So sometimes I'll come into shenanigans and there's a couple of bags on the stoop with containers in them. I'm awesome. (laughs) Oh, very cool. You, you mentioned uh, Boys and Girls Club, uh, Lighthouse, I believe, as well, too. And uh, h- how is that being received or what are, you, what are you hearing from them about what you're providing for them? Well, everybody's grateful when they get things um, because they, they, the Boys and Girls Club, they know of families uh, that, were, that rely on school providing uh, breakfast and lunches. Mm. I, what families that are connected to them that are going to have problem with meals, uh, the lighthouse, they are only able to feed who's ever housed there right now, hmm. but people still have food. So if they have some single 
frozen meals or meals that are for one or two people, then if people come looking for food, they can go, we can't come in, but here we can give you some food. You just need to thaw it, warm it up somewhere. Um, the sexual assault center has contacted me a couple of times too, that they also get people that will come in outside of the hours of the food bank and they just need a meal or two. Mm-hmm. Um, so then another place that I sometimes get contacted from for needing just some quick meals. Oh, that's great. And so how it sounds like you said you've got a Facebook page or is it just yourself on Facebook? How are you letting people know that you're uh, providing this service? On my personal uh, Facebook page, and then there's a couple of Battleford's area, you know, help out the community pages. So I'll post there sometimes when I'm needing things and letting people know if they know somebody that's falling through the cracks, then let me know or let somebody who works with the services to help people know. Um, so that because I'm happy to work with them if there's somebody needing food. Oh, that's great. Have you had any surprises or things that kind of uh, exceeded your expectations or came out of the blue in terms of uh, the response? Um, well, Grace from Sobeys one day, because I'd let her know if they ever have something that can't be sold for some reason. So one day she called me and uh, they had a couple of bags of flour and sugar that had got cracked open. So they couldn't be sold, but they were still perfectly fine. Hmm. So that was kind of went over to Sobeys and picked up these huge containers of flour and sugar. So that was very generous. Oh, Pennydales as well in Battleford. They, they same thing a little bit. Uh, they have, because they can't have customers in the dining room, they can only do takeout. Then there's certain ingredients that were sitting there useless. Um, so rather than letting them go to waste, she contacted me and I was able to take those off her hand and do something with them. Uh, so that was nice. Somebody dropped off a huge bag of potatoes from <laughs> like a 50 pound bag. I'm still working my way through that. Oh, <laughs> potatoes on top of it too. It's not just a large amount of potatoes. They're really yummy potatoes. Well, that's great. I mean, uh, yeah, it's, this is just really awesome to hear these stories too. And I think uh, a lot of us, when we're faced with this situation, again, there's that uncertainty and people kind of freeze or pause and uh, you've just got so much activity on the go while still kind of, you know, doing what you got to do to be, uh, you know, socially distant or physically distant and socially connected, I guess. Yeah, I'm just, just part of how I'm wired. I'm just always want projects to do and I prefer that those projects be something of meaning to me in some way so if I can be helpful or it's just inspiring um artistically or personally that's just that's the way I'm wired so I'm anybody who knows me I'm kind of go 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 most of the time (laughs) wow definitely yeah lots on the go there for sure um (laughs) and you mentioned the yeah, Battleford's got talent. So what's the what's the timing on that? Or what's uh, how's that call gone so far? Uh, we had a deadline at the end of April, I believe. But that was back when there was, like, we didn't know what was going to happen. And so now we've just said indefinite deadline. Because the plan is to have uh, semi-finalists and finalists perform live at Shenanigans. So really, it'll go on until we're somewhat closer to having some idea of when we would be able to open. So I'm, we're really trying to, I'm trying to, we're trying to rev that up a bit because there's lots of talent around here. Uh, I mean, I know young people that 
I really hope they hear about it. And because it's, there's not an age limit uh, for entries. Anybody can be in it. I mean, yeah. If you think about television shows, sometimes there's a 10-year-old win it. And sometimes it's an older person or certainly the people that are in the running. There's talent comes in all shapes and sizes and uh, <laughs> ages and it could be comedy it could be dancing it could be singing yeah that's so awesome so are there ways for people to see those performances like you said it might be a while before people can actually get up on your stage at the venue uh do you have any plans to maybe share some of those performances or the contenders uh in the meantime well on the group page like if you uh, anybody can join this a public group page battleford's got talent online okay. so anybody that page or look at that page uh post on that page that's where we're trying to put everything so that it's all in one spot so anybody can go there and post something look at what's there say something comment well i'll have to go look that up for sure and uh i'll definitely make sure to share that uh, a link to that in our show notes for the episode for today too so yeah anything else to share about how you're responding and dealing with this Oh, like everybody else, it's kind of surreal and stressful in its own ways. Even if a person doesn't feel stressed, it, it just going to the grocery store and mm. dealing with all the things that we're not used to dealing with that are kind of our normal right now, it takes a certain uh, toll. It's just extra things that your brain's not usually focused on. So it's just a strange time. And, and like you said, uncertain, we don't even with now talk about phase one and two, who knows if those dates will stick and then everything else is like, there is no date set. So we just have to all kind of roll with it and work with it and stay safe and keep each other safe. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing your stories today, Kelly. I think, uh, yeah, this is definitely inspiring for me anyways, in terms of our Uh our, our podcast too here, it's like, well, you know, usually with the podcast, you're face to face with people. And of course, we're over Zoom here and different uh, audio stuff, different audio quality. And uh, but you don't you don't give up and you don't stop doing what you love and you don't stop uh, with your mission. It's something you believe in and you really love it. Then you, you said you find a new way. You look at it from another angle. You like, well, I can't do that, but I can do that. And Well, let's throw this in too. You just you have to do that. Exactly. No, that's that's awesome. And that's probably uh, great for our first conversation here. So there you have it. Thank you, Kelly, for everything you're doing for the community here in the Battlefords. And I know personally, I cannot wait to check out Shenanigans when you have a chance to open the doors again to the public. Really looking forward to that. Thank you so much for everything you're doing. Also, I have to thank Eric Anderson once again, host of season one and the person who really put this podcast on the map just have to mention one of the projects that he's been working on that was really picking up steam is another podcast and it's called yxe underground stories from the saskatoon community it's a tremendous podcast that eric's put together there and definitely recommend you go check that out too that's yxe underground another thank you has to go out to the battlefords chamber of commerce who through their action battlefords project are really providing essential support for this podcast so thank you to the chamber of commerce and action battlefords finally a huge thank you to you the listener for tuning in whether you've been following our journey from season one or just tuning in now as we're launching our second season your participation and your engagement through this platform is what makes it come to life I'm really excited to announce too that we have a website to help make that happen that's called battlefordsuntapped.com battlefordsuntapped.com 
www.thepodcastmarketingmyth.com. And we're going to have show notes, photos to help you uh, discover and engage with these community members that we're interviewing. And we're going to have links to all kinds of resources that get mentioned during the shows too. So definitely go check that out, battlefordsuntapped.com. And if you're on Facebook and Instagram and all that great stuff, we've got profiles there too. So check it out. Look us up, Battlefords Untapped on Facebook and on Instagram too. Thank you so much for coming along for this journey. And I'm Matt Jakes signing off. Take care and we'll talk to you next time.